The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. KSA fans, not once but twice today. Twice today, once in each hour, you'll get an opportunity to win a pair of K-State men's basketball tickets for this Saturday when the Cats host BYU for the first time in a minute. And that game Saturday at 1 p.m. Little, you know, the trivia note from when we went out there, I didn't know that the first game to open that stadium or arena was... K-State versus Yeah, K-State back in the day. That's crazy. Before we were all born, I think. That was nuts, man. That's really crazy. And I think, did K-State lose that game? I don't remember what they said on the broadcast. They they tried to throw that in with, like, BYU history for Black History Month, and it was them having an all-black lineup for the first time ever. And that was just two years ago. Like five minutes ago, yeah. Nearly spit out my drink and laughter because if there's any university that has – some pretty bad black history, it is BYU. Yeah. And I'm sure in that game, uh, they got a bunch of really great calls, too. They probably got to open up the new place, you know. They probably got some a few gifts like they did uh, the last time we played them. So. Welcome to the game. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you really feel, Dave. Yeah, well. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G., and Owen Burke wearing a Nike K-State Wildcatcher. Whoa! Nike uh, only. Just getting used to it now, you know. You're just now jumping onto the Nike bandwagon? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm only going to wear Nike K-State from now on to get used to the change going yeah. forward. Nice. That's what it was. Well, there's Charlie Hustle out there. True. Yeah. You could get they a do little. They some pretty sick designs. They do. I am more of a Nike guy. I always have been. Wear for work. See, Troy's got the... Troy's an Adidas guy. Troy rocks the old school white Adidas shoes that have the three stripes. Uh-huh. Black, are the, are the stripes pop. black or blue? They are black. Okay. Yeah, that is the, that's the right look. Mm-hmm. I got they, the blue stripes one time and oof. might as well just got beat up at school. Yeah. Nope, I've got the run DMC look except for the fact that mine are tight. My Adidas. That's fantastic. Thank you. I, I respect the classics, you know, like... That was one thing that started, like, everybody started to pick on people that weren't wearing Nike. It wasn't even, like, not wearing, you know, not wearing Walmart brands. You're like, you're not Nike? All right, well, yeah. there's a locker for you. You're going yeah, at it. you're going right inside it. Get out of here. Shove. BYU's Nike, I think, right? They oh, better be. That's We're going to get an XL-sized locker for the whole team. Uh, one thing they're yeah. doing right. Okay. Uh, so more info on this ticket giveaway. Again, that's coming up at 425 and 525. I'm going to, once again, we're going to play the game, and it changes when the opponent changes. It's KSU or BYU, where a person that calls in will have to get two out of three questions right to win the pair of tickets. Mm -hmm. And we'll do that twice here on today's show, plus here in hour number one with EA Sports officially opening up its NIL opportunity for college football players at the FBS level to get in the game, as in the NCAA college football game that's going to be released this summer we'll give you the details on what these student athletes will get by opting into the game and allowing ea sports to use their name image and likeness uh plus in hour number two this is our last show of the week because k-state baseball will play tomorrow afternoon so uh we'll get you some mitch palm and another k-state 
BYU ticket giveaway in hour number two. But I wanted to open up, guys, discussing last night's K-State win over uh, West Virginia. You know, yesterday we talked about how, how big of a game this was. Two top 25 teams in action late in Big 12 season. K-State is a game back of the lead in the Big 12 Conference. Oklahoma still has the game lead as they'll face Oklahoma State this Saturday. K-State will be at KU on Sunday. Cats needed this win to stay in the hunt. And they had an opportunity to kind of eliminate a team that's also in the hunt right with them in West Virginia. Guys, what was the big key I mentioned yesterday in this game for K-State women's basketball? Number 10 team in the nation. (laughs) Value the rock. Value that gosh darn basketball like it was a family heirloom. Like it was the most important thing in your family that gets passed down from generation to generation. K-State turned it over 10 times in the first quarter. They had 10 turnovers and 5 points in the first quarter. K-State ended up with 23 total turnovers in the game. But let me tell you this. That is an average night for West Virginia defense. Mm -hmm. They press. Yes. And they it's an off-and-on press. They get a bucket, they're going to press you. And I kind of felt like, you know, a a decent amount of those early turnovers was just K-State making a bad decision. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was so much. I mean, West Virginia was playing tight. But, you know, decisions that weren't necessary to be made. They didn't have to throw some passes. And it was easily intercepted or some pickpockets and West Virginia's going the other way. K-State was down at the end of the first 13-5. Things were definitely different in the second quarter. K-State won the second 19-11. They were tied at 24 going to the half. Not as many turnovers. More shots going in. And they were attacking. Aoka Lee played last night, guys. So I was right. I was glad I was right. I got one right. That Yoki did play last night. Limited numbers. Because this game went to overtime. And Yoki still just played... 25 of the 45 minutes. And she still finished with 34 points, 12 rebounds, two blocks, a steal, and an assist in 25 minutes. Her plus minus was 23 in 25 minutes. Aoka Lee, in my opinion, last night was unstoppable. There was a height advantage, plus her teammates, the the, the passing of the rock to her, the lobs were on point. Mm -hmm. The timing, with the exception of the first quarter, after the first quarter, it was a lot of deflections. Yoki lost the ball in one of them. After that first quarter, the lobs, the timing, the connection, it felt on point. And it wasn't... So much Aoka Lee shaking off the cobwebs, shaking off the rust after sitting out for six games. She came back for the Iowa State game, sat out another game. She comes back, really got into a groove pretty early, but playing limited. It, the, the, the game plan with her was pretty simple if you were paying attention. She played the first three minutes, would sit about four or five minutes Come back in, play the last two to three minutes of a quarter. She would stick around for another two minutes and then sit again for four or five minutes. Rinse and repeat. But with it being such a tight game, they had to sneak her back into the game a little bit earlier in the fourth quarter, and they did. When she was in the game, 
K-State was just about unstoppable on offense. And this was also a game where K-State didn't really focus on shooting the three. With Yoki back, they had to attack, and that's exactly what they did. They attacked. They made sure they got the ball inside. And that's so important with even though K-State turned it over 23 times, I mean, Gabby had a rough game offensively shooting the ball. Did not shoot the ball well. Uh, you know, shots getting blocked, some turnovers. But in the game, she still had eight assists. Her lob was on point last night. This was a, a hell of a stat for Aoka Lee. And I even shared this with Jeff Mitty after the game. KSU underscore fan who writes for K-State Online, very big stats guy in advanced stats. And he shared with me and then tweeted it out that Aoka Lee was on pace for scoring 71.5 points per 100 possessions. Wow. To give you an idea of how insane that stat is, KSU underscore fan would later go on to tell me that for as long, and he's been doing this a long time, for as long as he's been following those kind of stats, he's never seen anybody have more than 50. Wow. Mm. Wow. An incredible pace of scoring for Aoka Lee, who also got to the free throw line and was 10 of 14. And, oh, my God, I about melted. I, I wanted to freak out so bad because what was the same issue towards the end of regulation? Missing free throws. Yeah. Missing free throws. Even Yoki was... Anybody who went up there, Eliza Moppin couldn't hit free throws. I was like, no, this is not going to work out. K-State was up two scores in the final minute. Mm-hmm. Plus, West Virginia made some insane plays to get back in it. J.J. Quiverly hit a insane three in the final minute, and then they got the buzzer beater to go on a layup, which was a sprint right down the middle of the floor for uh, – see, it was Harrison, Jordan Harrison, who made that bucket. So I don't know if you guys watched it last night. That was a roller coaster ride of emotions. Um, There were so many times I was just kind of covering my mouth and cussing a little bit because I thought there were some bad decisions made on some of the passing and some of the, you know, how to guard on defense. But what do you know? At the end of the day, it works out. And here's a real, here's a, sorry, I'm I'm going on here long and I'll let you guys say what you want to say. But a couple of things I want to throw out here just the dominance of Aoka Lee, K State. Only committed nine fouls last night. Wow. Only nine. Aoka Lee drew 11 fouls. <laughs> yeah. It seemed that she had specifically the one center for West Virginia on her back most of the night. Yeah, for sure. They couldn't stop her. If they wanted to, they couldn't stop her. And here's another nugget for you. I, I mentioned the focus on getting inside, getting the paint touches to Yoki or Gabby, or Eliza. Who I, I thought Eliza had some great minutes. I thought Terrence Sides had some great minutes. She hit a pretty clutch three for K-State. K-State only shot seven threes in the game. This, this is right after a game where they were 0 for 11 in the first half against Oklahoma State. Or, I'm sorry, UCF. 0 for 11 against UCF. They, went, they just shot four of seven from three. It was not... It was not what you expected on paper for K State to be, to shoot just seven threes in a game. Their previous season low was fourteen, mm-hmm. so it it was a different game plan that we hadn't seen from K State. It was just attack more, lob more, Yoki more. With the height advantage, they could afford to do that, and it paid off. So congratulations to the K State women on a hard fought, huge victory last night against West Virginia.
the worst thing West Virginia did was take it to overtime. That was like <laughs> that. I mean, because that you're that sprint to, for the uh, for the tie it was now it was awesome. But I was thinking they should have tried to hit a three because they don't want any more of this girl. Like they don't want any more of of Ayoka Lee because she's been killing them. And what do you know? Overtime, it was like this is what we're going to do, and we're going to do this over and over and over, and you can't stop it. Um, what a what a hard fought win, and you know West Virginia. I had no idea that their record pretty much identical to K State's, and they are good. That was yeah. a good basketball team. Just a three loss team. Uh huh. They're and now, good. And now the K State women have won seventeen in a row in Bramlage Coliseum. Mm-hmm. They have not lost a home game, and they have. Um, another one to go, and that's coming up this Wednesday against Iowa State, the team that K-State went to double overtime with a week ago. Mm-hmm. And it was Audie Crooks versus Aoka Lee. And that's one of the best five versus five battles I've seen in basketball in a long time. Mm-hmm. I, in either men's or women's basketball, center versus center, five versus five, heavyweight fight for 15 rounds. That was the best battle I've seen in basketball in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And now that rematch is coming up this coming Wednesday against Iowa State, where K-State lost the first round. Now they're looking to get this second round. And fingers crossed, Oklahoma loses a game so the right. Cats can earn at least a share of a Big 12 title. Be awesome. Let's see if there's anything else that stood out about last night's game. Man, West Virginia was – I, I got to give props to their defense. That Jeff Betty said it last night. Like I, he said, he I don't, he's maybe never seen a defense just so good, so pesky, just so solid all around in his career. Mm-hmm. In West Virginia, forcing twenty three turnovers a game in league play is an absolute insane number. I don't think I've seen a team better with help defense mm-hmm. than West Virginia, because when K State like a Serena Sundell would attack and she likes to put on a spin move, there's always somebody meeting her. On the spin side, like they, oh, their timing was so good. Their footwork was so good. The deflections, their hands were so good. I was like, man, that this is one of the best defenses I've ever seen. They're a three-loss team, and they're only 22nd in the nation. Yeah. Jeff Mitty, he's mentioned in the postgame, like he's been saying it for weeks, that this team should have been ranked a long time ago. They are much better than 22nd in the nation. And I absolutely agree. Yeah, they were good. Like, they lost the game. They should go up in the rankings. Yeah, yeah. The way they played, K-State dared them to shoot the three. Mm-hmm. If you watched that game last night and you were, like, furious about shooters being left open, Gabby leaving shooters open, or whoever else was leading, leaving three-point shooters open, I mean, K-State was daring them to shoot the three. And they did so. They made eight, but they also took 30. <laughs> And K-State was doing, I thought, a pretty solid job of cleaning up the boards. Mm-hmm. I mean, second chance points. West Virginia only had four wow. last night. So, it, I, you know, I don't know if gamble's the right word, but K-State gambled a little bit on their decision to let some shooters shoot the ball. And there were more bricks than makes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a couple of go, that go West Virginia's way, a few more go West Virginia's way, it's maybe a different story. But at the end of the day, it works out. And K-State, you know, the final score didn't really tell the whole story, but the Cats really poured it on in overtime. You brought up Oklahoma losing a game. Here's their remaining schedule. They play Oklahoma State. So one more time at Bedlam coming up in Norman. Sooners will win. They host Texas. 
Well, Oklahoma dominated that first meeting. This one is in Norman. Texas could not handle, because Oklahoma is a fast-paced team. And Texas couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. Despite how athletic the Longhorns are, they might be, the mo- might be the most athletic team in the Big 12. Couldn't handle Oklahoma. Who else do they have? Uh, they close at Kansas. Yeah, and I so real you know in case they plays at KU and K, KU was is is decent. They're, they're challenging. Yeah, they're they're a challenge for sure. Going Allen Fieldhouse will be a challenge. Having Aoka Lee back for this Sunday is huge. When KU K State goes to Allen Fieldhouse, which by the way, there's a ton of tickets still on sale. That'd be awesome if it was ninety percent purple. Mm-hmm. That would be insane, and I really do hope that happens. You're going to become big Texas fans when once that. Be, or the uh, the Red River shootout, Red River rivalry rolls around once again in Austin, or in uh, Norman, rather. Mm-hmm. You know, Oklahoma played a close game the other night against Cincinnati. You never know. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, again, K-State women, 23-4. and They are now 12-3 and in Big 12 play with three games left. All big ones. And the next one is at KU on Sunday. When we come back, we're going to play a little KSU or BYU. You'll be your opportunity to win a pair of tickets to this Saturday's game against the Cougars at 1 o'clock in Bramlage Coliseum. We'll play that when we come back as you're listening to the game on News Radio KMAN. Thank you, Troy, for that state wrestling update. Another one coming up in about an hour from now. Unless we can sneak one in before the top of the hour. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G, and Owen Burke. Owen, let's go ahead and get a caller. 785-537. Again, the phone number is 785-537-1350. If you want to win a pair of tickets to K-State Hoops against BYU on Saturday, tipping off at 1 o'clock, call in right now. 785-537-1350 to play a game of KSU or BYU. Owen's going to take the first caller. He'll share the information with me here in just a moment, and we'll play in just a, uh, just a few minutes. Now allow me to remind everybody that BriggsAuto.com presents Passport to Cabo, giving away an all-expense-paid trip to Cabo San Lucas, where Jerome Tang himself chooses the vacation down there in Mexico. We're also giving away a two-bedroom beachfront condo at Villa La Valencia, plus a flight for two out of Manhattan Regional Airport. Register this week at Parker Hannafin. Tenants and finalists will be drawn for between 11 a.m. and noon tomorrow morning from Parker Hannafin. And uh, so you have a lesson a day to go get signed up to become an instant finalist this week. And they're hiring, right, Deej? That's a great opportunity to uh, start a career. It's a great place to work. Not only do they have the 401k action, they got all kind of benefits. They got a great pay. Listen, they're really friendly too. Really nice people. They got you parkerhannifin.com. They'll get you squared away. You go get you a jobby job. You put your name in the thing. DG selects it. You got a job and you possibly could go into Cabo. Uh, Passport to Cabo also brought to you by Manhattan Wrecker and Carpet One of Manhattan. We're now going to be joined by Beth from Manhattan. Beth is going to play KSU or BYU. Beth, are you ready to play? Oh, we're, we're having some technical difficulties. Going once. Yes, I'm here. Oh, there we go. We got Beth now. Okay. We got Beth. Beth, 
Do you know? Do you understand the rules? How this works? Have you heard the game before? Yeah. Okay, so to remind everybody, I have three questions ready to go. Bethlehem needs to get two of the three correct, huh. and she wins two tickets for this Saturday's game against the Cougars of BYU, and it's very simple. The answer is either KSU or BYU. All right, Beth, you ready for your first question? Ready. All right, Beth, your first question. So KSA-BYU, they already played this year. That was back on February 10th. Unfortunately, K-State lost that game in Provo. But before that game, the last time K-State played BYU in basketball was in March of 2010 in Oklahoma City. The question is, who won that game? Was it KSU or BYU? KSU. Deej seems to agree. I was there. So, a ding, ding, ding. Yay. Beth is Yay. one for one. Yeah, that, the NCAA tournament, eighty four right. to seventy two. You remember who the leading scorer was, Deej? Uh, Jacob Pullen. No, Jimmer Fredette. Uh, Jacob was the leading uh, scorer. Jimmer Fredette was the leading scorer for BYU. He had twenty one. Jacob at 30, 38. You were closer with this. It was thirty four. Dang it! I didn't get the tickets. Dang it! No. Nope. So Beth, <laughs> Beth, you're in the driver's seat. All right, we won. You're, you're close. You just need one more question correct, and you win the tickets. All right? Okay. Yep. Your, your next question is, both basketball programs had its first season in 1902. That's according to Wikipedia. Whoa. 1902. Which program has been to more Final Fours, KSU or BYU? I'm going to say KSU, but I think it's BYU. Hmm. So you're going to lock in KSU? Yes. Deej doesn't look as uh, 100% this time around. I, because, I mean, K-State's run, you know, in the 50s and 60s. I mean, they're in the Final Four every year. And BYU. That's my era. Yeah. And, you know, BYU, they're probably, you know, struggling back then. Like in the fifties, let's let's go to a uh, let's go to another person here for uh, for a guess here. Owen, do you agree with Beth that it's KSU or do you think it's BYU? You know, she's speaking with such confidence on both of these. She was okay. right on the first one. I'm going to roll with her. I'm going to go K State. All right, here we go for the tickets for Beth to become a winner. Is it KSU? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. It is KSU. All right. KSU, K-State, four Final Fours. Uh-huh. BYU, zero. Wow. Zero. The thing, that, the thing to take away from this, and Beth knows, uh, BYU stinks. You know? <laughs> so, we, yeah. you know, this, that's what we got to take away from it. Here's a little history for you. So, you remember the year K-State went to a national championship was 1951. That K- was when I was born. That was my birth year. Okay. Wow. Well, that year, yeah. K State beat Everybody. BYU to get to the Final Four. Ooh. Everybody went to the game but me. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the days like every Final Four was like in Kansas City or something. Yeah. So just right down the road. Yeah. Maybe the regional was right. in Lawrence or something. Well, Beth, you won the tickets. Congratulations. I don't know how much time you have. If you got a split, I totally get it. But. We I'm, do, we, I'm, I'm picking up. Okay. You're good. You're, you're good. You don't want a third question for fun? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I got a third question ready to go, Let's just in it. case okay. Beth missed a question. So here's the third question, just, yeah. just for fun. 
All right. The question is, Beth, which university has a rule stating in its honor code <laughs> that all male students and faculty, their hair length should not go past their ears, sideburns should not be lower than their earlobes, they can't have a beard, but they can have a mustache. Is that KSU or BYU? I'm going to go BYU this time. Hmm. Uh, uh, she's wrong. Not That's sure. K-State. K-State. <laughs> As well, I say, all of us, all of us, we're bad K-Staters. Yeah. We got the, we're, we're all kind of rocking some beards right now. That's right. Beth, BYU is correct. BYU and their job. honor code hey. doesn't let males to sport much facial hair. Beth, congratulations right. on the tickets. You're going and you get two tickets to K-State BYU on Saturday. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you. All right, hang on the line. Owen is going to get your information, so thank you for your time, Beth. Thank you. All right, that's Beth from Manhattan. I, I don't have it confirmed, but rumor had it that the Cincinnati Reds based their old facial hair Rules on on BYU's. <laughs> I was about. To, I had to double check. Is this BYU or the Yankees? No doubt, yeah, right? Yes. And my thing is like, hey, has anyone clued them in that like a mustache only is creepy? <laughs> there, there is a there was a um, a social media. I don't know if I'd call it a trend. There were just some dudes that were going around and asking BYU students questions about you know BYU wives tales or whatever, right? And was asking these questions, and almost every guy they were talking to had a mustache. Nice. They would sport the mustaches, but no beards. Wow. So it's like after seeing that, I was like, man, that made sense. I almost, I, I was trying to dig deep for. I swear, I heard a story about at BYU. I don't know if it was BYU or if it was another school, and I couldn't find the answer. But I think at BYU, you're not allowed to go to class in shorts. You have to wear pants. Whoa. I can't remember if that's BYU or somebody else. I want to say Liberty, maybe, but I don't remember. Man, some Liberty people, is also super strict. They're strict. They are. Super yeah. strict. And, and some people just have a thing against shorts, dude. I don't know what it is, but shorts give people real problems sometimes, and they, they get outlawed a lot. Very proud of Beth. She goes two for two, wrote three for three. She knocked all three out of the park, and she's going to the game on yeah. Saturday with a plus one. Yeah, she was pretty confident, and that's how we like our callers to be. If you call in, you go, I don't know. we're going to cut you. We're <laughs> just going to end the phone call right there. Go ahead, Owen. No stalling for Google around here. No. Right? you got to answer. No. Uh, did some research for you. Uh, BYU can wear shorts. It is Liberty that you're thinking of. There no shorts in university. No shorts allowed. I remember seeing like a real short documentary uh, that was put together by a Liberty st or former student, and they said that at Liberty, when you're a student, you are not allowed a drink of alcohol on campus, in town. If you live across the country and you go home, you are not allowed a sip of alcohol. Mm -hmm. If you get caught, you're done. Wow. Done. Gonzo. Wow. Out of here. 86th. See ya. How, hey, did you have a drink of alcohol when you went home across the country? No. Yeah, you did. You're out of here. We got you on camera. We got you on camera. 4K. But you play for the football team, so you can stick around. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll allow it. Zach Wilson? Okay. No yeah, go ahead. Stick around. All right, let's take a break. Hey, we're going to play a, uh, KSU or BYU again, and that's coming up at 525. So if you didn't get called in quick enough, we're going to do it again. So... 
be quick. Dude, be fast. On the digits. Yeah. Because Owen's going to take that first call. If you're not that first call, you snooze, you lose. Just Ooh. pre-dial it now. Just, yeah. Yeah. Get it in there. just keep calling. Just keep calling. Just keep calling <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> just plug up the phone lines just to make sure nobody uh, gets Jim, through. Jim, stop calling, okay? Just keep going. Let's take a break. I want to go back to, uh, this is a hot topic right now, because um, of course, I mean, there's drama about Big Ten, SEC. Now maybe they want four automatic bids. Now maybe we're going to stretch the college football playoff to 14 teams. Hey boy. I think there's one thing that is going to keep us college football fans sane mm-hmm. for the maybe years and decades to come. And that is that college football video game that's going to hopefully be the continuing trend of every year. We're going to get a big and better video game. But now EA Sports has opened up the NIL plan for college football athletes to opt in to get in the game. A lot of details, a lot of interesting details on that. That's coming up next on The Game. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. You know, speaking of wrestling, we were just talking about this off air. Uh, John Cena was on the Stern Show, was it yesterday maybe? And he's promoting a movie. To also promote the movie, John Cena made an OnlyFans account. I saw that. I saw the headline, just John Cena joins OnlyFans today. Wow. And his name on OnlyFans is Ricky Stenicki. Oof. <laughs> his, uh, his, his bio is, you found the verified OnlyFans account of Ricky Stenicki. Uh, I believe that's the character name in the movie. Renowned impersonator, probably. Philanthropist, uh, investment banker, uh, sociolite, cancer survivor, and method actor. Yeah. Subscribe to get spicy pics and vids. <laughs> and, it's, and it's free, and it's free to subscribe, that's so I'm sure it's good stuff. Oh, it's not only, that's not only his character, that's the name of the movie. Oh, Ricky Stanicki is? Yes. Okay. I haven't <laughs> even heard of it until this, oh, uh, this story came out. It's a Farrelly Brothers flick. Oh, oh okay. There you go. All right, so uh, you know, I was pretty pumped to see earlier today that Dead Island Two is now available on Xbox Game Pass. Very pumped. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Imagine like kind of like a uh, maybe not so much Grand Theft Auto, but open map type of game. That's zombies. Ooh, who I mean, doesn't love zombies? The first right? one was really good. Dead Island One was was solid. They're, they're kind of hard to love. They don't they don't ha- hug back very well. No, they don't. See. Too too handsy. <laughs> Try to find the negative of it. Yeah. Uh. We, I think we talked about it earlier this week. It's well known by now. Uh, ESP or e, uh, EA Sports, rather, releasing a teaser trailer for its college football video game that will be released later this summer. They'll have a full teaser, as in like gameplay footage will be involved uh, in a trailer that'll be released released in May. But starting today, uh, college football players can opt into the game, as in they will allow agree to allow EA Sports to use their name, image, and likeness. If they choose to do so, they'll allow up to 85 players per team to have their name, have their image, their likeness used in the game. With that agreement, EA Sports has agreed to pay each student athlete, which is over 11,000 of them, if they all decide to do so, 600 bucks, and they get a copy of the game. When I first heard that number, I was like, you know, 
I knew this was a problem at the, when we first heard that number, and that was like months ago. I wasn't a big fan of the number. I didn't think it was high enough for name, image, and like this. I got to thinking about it. I was like, well, they don't really have to do anything. They're already, they're already playing football. They, they, it's, you know, to be featured in a video game, which would be super cool, get paid 600 bucks to get a free copy of the game. Not, I, I, you know, Maybe I came around a little bit, but I still feel like it should be a high number, higher number. And then EA Sports has also announced that they have more than 100 additional NIL opportunities for all these student-athletes to do a little bit extra, make more money, that has to do with the video game. Um, just to point out, that's $6 million, $6,600,000 that EA is laying out just for the players for the game. Just to opt into it. Just to opt in. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, That's a solid chunk right up front. What I want to know is how many games do they how many games did they sell in what 2014 would have been the last the last one or yeah. like how many copies did they sell? If it, and it's a $59 game, so 60 bucks. How much money cuz the 6 million dollars is not a tiny amount of money. That, no. That's a lot of cash, you know. But it's like they also have to make money too. So the last game that EA Sports had for college football was NCAA Football 14. They sold 1.5 million copies. Uh-huh. And the next gen ones this year are going to be like 70 to 75. Yeah. And they're, they're going to be, they might even be a little more expensive. And well, and also, you know, that just about every player that currently has an NIL deal has next gen. Yeah. None of these guys are probably playing on PS4s. No. Most of them are. And, it, you know, the whole argument was that I, I think what they should do, Ed O'Bannon, you know, he had the, the his whole argument was, you can't use my likeness to sell these video games. I need a cut of that. And then it gets into the jersey sales and all that stuff. So are they going to say, okay, if you're on the co- if you're the cover person, you get a little extra money. Oh, they're not going to put anybody on the yeah, cover. Yeah, they're not. I, that's what that's. I think that's a smart move. I think the, yeah. the the best move for them to do is do a generic thing, or maybe have the mascots or something. But stay away from that kind of stuff because that's the whole. That's what opened this whole can of worms. Just, is, just put a giant money bag. <laughs> yeah, you really. You know, really, and it, I mean, that's what started this whole thing. Was one guy said, "Hey." I, you're using my likeness and you're selling these video games. I should get a cut. And it started from there years ago. And we've got to this point where it's out of control. The irony of it is not a football player. Yeah. Yeah. Big focus for this first college football video game is focus on the players. Like there won't be like the real coaches in the game. Their mm. names won't be in the game. It's just a focus on the players this year. This is this is just a start. I mean, they started from scratch to make this game. I mean, can you imagine trying to figure out what you're going to pay for uh, Nick Saban to be in the game? Well, see, and that's the thing about the <laughs> the players opting in is like $600 in a copy of the game enough for a guy like Tim Tebow or an Adrian Peterson back in the day. No, that's highway robbery for those guys to be included at that dollar sign. But uh-huh. when you look at other guys, like there's a couple guys on K-State, some smaller time players are like 600 bucks and just the free copy of the game. Put uh, me in. I it's think, the PR. Yeah, yeah it, it's it the PR of being in the game. Yeah. You're in the game. If someone was like, Hey, did you go in there? You go, nah, man. They're only offering six hundred bucks. Like you go, you come away looking like a jerk. Uh, you know what I mean? Like just be in the game. If it's six hundred bucks, dude. well, I mean, and this is just this is ground level nil opportunity for the game. This is just to allow EA Sports to use your name, image, and likeness. You get to be 
in a video game. You're you yourself in a video game, which is absolutely incredible. Now, with no cover athlete, I think that's the right move to go. But I also, depending on who does opt in and allows EA Sports to use their name, image, and likeness, the top players of that group is going to be featured most likely in the, the trailer that comes out in May. Uh-huh. And I think that's where you may have your next step in the NIL money. So the top talent, like you know, first, honestly, that comes to mind, because I'm thinking of the Heisman Trophy race, is Quinn Ewers mm-hmm. at Texas. You know, I honestly like if I were to pick an athlete to be on the cover of that game, I, I would might consider Quinn Ewers because it's not only one of the top talent for the Heisman Trophy this year, but he plays at Texas, and Texas is a major brand of college football. Making the move to the SEC, that's a big story. Mm-hmm. That'll be in the video game. Um, we'll we'll get more money. The the top talent will still get more money. This is an opportunity for those that are, are a scholarship player that may never even see the field. To get a little bit of cash awesome. off of this opportunity, awesome. so uh, some other details. It will be Chris Fowler and Kurt Herbstreit, the the play by play and the color. Right on. Um, the PA announcer is going to be Army's play by play, and I will say that I did once upon a time look to see how do I apply for that job. Yeah, what couldn't find anything, so I I don't know. I tried. Okay, but, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa! Shut the phone lines off, Owen. What do we got to do? What is well, this? it's already been done. This is bold. It, no, no, this is not. No, this is not. I right. mean, should I be the PA in the game? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, because there's not another PA across the country that'll play that game more than this guy. Yeah, are you kidding? The army guy, plus every other PA is old. Old. What I might they, be the youngest one in Division One college football. Yeah. What if they come to you and they're like, "Free copy of the game." Sorry, getting no six hundred bucks. bucks. No oh, six hundred no. bucks, just the game. I'd do it. I'd do it. I would absolutely do it. I have zero. I would do it without. I would do it. Not get the game. Yeah. Just to be my voice in the game. Very true. Would be insane. I'm I'm, right now. We're starting at ground roots. We're getting you in the game, dude. This this is ridiculous. Get a petition going. I'm gonna get a petition going, and I'm gonna sue them. I'm gonna go. You think the Ed O'Banion thing is bad? You just wait till I get a hold of you. They just shut the game right now. Yeah. They're like, all right. Yeah. The game gets shelved. They're like, why? Oh, Mitch. I should start a class action with the other ah! 133 PA announcers yeah! that didn't get their voice in the game. Oh, my, oh my God. Dude. I'll, yes. I'll work on Wyoming's guy for you. All yeah, right. yeah. Let's get together. <laughs> class action and get this shut down. Oh, that would be amazing. But it's cool that uh, one, all 134 of the FBS schools have agreed to be in the game because Notre Dame was going to hold out. So was Northwestern. They both agreed to uh, – to be in it. Also, it seems like there wasn't initially going to be FCS teams, but they're like some that already tweeted out that we're in the game thing. That's cool. So at least a few I'm, yeah. I'm will gonna, most likely be in the game. I, I'm going to guess you'll probably see uh, the Missouri Valley Conference teams, the Big Sky teams, and just taking a hedged bet, probably the Big South. Right on, dude. Would be the FCS level or the the uh, or the. Uh, Ohio Valley Conference. No Elon. Are we going to have Elon? Again? Elon better be in there. I want all FCS in there. Uh-huh. I don't want because you know who's going to be left out will be like a UT Martin for sure. And I don't want an FCS West as the first opponent on my dynasty. Which there will be dynasty mode. There will be road to glory, like the 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 same modes that were in NCAA Football 14. Still going to be in this. Conference realignment, NIL, will it be in the game? Yes, it will be. Oof. It's going to be pretty lifelike 
Oof. for this game. Not just the graphics, but also the politics, the drama. It's all in there. I'm going to retire after one year in Dynasty because of NIL. I can't get a hold of this stuff, guys. I don't know. I'm going to coach FCS. Opportunity to build a uh, conference alliance? Sure. Let's do it. And then have them stab you in the back. Yeah. They took a deal with CBS. No! Fire George Klyovkov? Yeah, it's in the game. Yeah! I vote. Shut him down. Oh, this, I'm loving this, dude. This is good. And I'm serious. Who's the army guy? Who's the army guy? I don't know his name. Screw him. Station tournament. It's happening. Yeah. I would, I'm, I'm down. Like I said, once the game comes out, I'm, I'm probably taking a week off of work. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap up hour one of the game. Hour number two, a little Mitch Palm. Uh, going to be a little bit different this game. A little bit different. Got to change some things up. Because I'm also on a losing streak. Uh-oh. Uh, another ticket giveaway at 525. Another KSU or BYU round. So if you want to win, get ready to call in. That's been hour one. Hour two in your local news next.